این امشب از پرشنس و یگش واو واو کلیفنگر وی بگین ویدی او دوگا واکنگ اپ تو یایسف سفنس پنیخ و تلزم یو بیتر لیت بنیامن گو Why would he hold on to Benjamin? He wasn't even there when he sold Yosef, our brother. This is not a kapor from the Boynish Lelem. This is just you messing with us. Mm-mm. Not gonna happen. The brothers divided up Mitzrayim, the Medrash tells us, and each brother was gonna take out a chilek of Mitzrayim. Naftali you know, scouted out the land like uh, in a second. <laughs> Yehuda had spears coming out of his... His hairs were like spears poking through his shirt. Wild stuff. It gets very intense over here. Of course, Yosef wasn't phased at all because he knew that whatever he told the brothers, as long as it was MS, they would be Makabalit. And Yehuda is confronting him and telling him, you have no busha stealing our brother? And Yosef says, you had no busha selling your brother? So it was MS. There was like an Amitos there. Um, and uh, he knew that Yehuda would be Makabalit as an Ish MS. There's a fascinating moment when Yosef tells them, and you know this is the the the, the, pinnac- the, the pinnacle pinnacle of the of the entire saga. He looks at them and he says, he couldn't contain himself and he says, "I'm Yosef." right? He says, "I am Yosef." What was he telling them when he says, "I am Yosef"? So I heard from uh, uh, Frank Waxman that what he was telling him is that, look, I'm Yosef. You are Yehuda. Right, the rest of you, you each have your own names. You each have your own tafkid. You each have your own job. The Rabbanish let them set it up that your job was to sell me. My job was to go through the ordeal of being sold. They just pay tifari being in prison. Being a viceroy in Mitzrayim is not so posh either. You think that was like the good part of the story. It's not so simple. It's my job to be able to raise him a national Ephraim in the middle of Mitzrayim. That's not an easy thing either. And Yosef, that's my job. My job was to be the Yosef in the story. Your job was to be the brothers in the story. You did your job perfectly. And I think there's a little hint to that message from the, from the Pesukim. He tells the brothers, you sold me to Mitzrayim. That was your job. You don't control the results. The Rabbanish Shalom decides what's going to happen. Yaakov Kamenetsky, my father told me this from the from the, the Yaakov. He says that whenever the, it's a diktuk issue, whenever the, the pasuk uses a lotion of Mitzrayim, um, it means towards Mitzrayim, but not to Mitzrayim. Uh, I think he brings this down when it comes to Rivka, uh, that she walked towards the Be'er, Be'era. That she walked towards the bear and the water came up to the three-year-old Rifka. You remember that Maya said that Medrash. Yosef told him, You sold me Mitzrayma. Wanna know something, brothers? You can't sell me to Mitzrayim. You could send me on my way to Mitzrayim, but whether I land up there, what happens to me there, that's not in your control. That has nothing to do with you. Sorry. That was their Banishalam. You have nothing to be scared of. The only tainas that I could have would be to the Rabbanish Lelem, and I know that he's got my back. It can't get better than this, because if it could, it would. The Rabbanish Lelem wants only the best for me. So yeah, you did your job selling me Mitzrayma. The ordeal that I have now, that I had, was from the Rabbanish Lelem. And the fact that I am the king of Mitzrayim also, it's from the Rabbanish Lelem. You had no cash to that. Yeah, That's what he tells Yaakov, uh, that... 
the message was that Yosef is Moishal al Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim isn't Moishal on Yosef. Sidebar. The Bonishalim sets up everything. He sets up everything. You know, when it comes to the, the Hakamas Medina of Eretz Yisrael, um, there are certain names which stand out. You know, you say something, you say a name, uh, one of the prime ministers, you say something like Chaim Weitzman, one of the one of the chevra that was famous for setting up, uh, you know, the 1949 uh, independence of the state of Israel. There are names that pop up. One of the names that does not pop up is Eddie Jacobson. And it turns out that there would be no state of Israel. You wouldn't be able to hop on an LL flight and just to hang out at the Kaisel without Eddie Jacobson. Who's, that? Who's Eddie Jacobson? It's a fascinating story. Mamash Ashkoch brought this like you can't imagine. Chaim Weizmann wanted to set up a meeting with, with uh, President Harry Truman. They were going to take a vote in the UN whether Israel would be recognized as a state. A legal, accepted, valid state. And if America voted yes, then the West was in the bag. America has a has a big shame in the UN, and if if Harry Truman would vote for the uh, the state of Israel, game over. So they needed Harry Truman on their side. So Chaim Weitzman arranged for an appointment with Harry with Harry Truman. The response he got was unwelcoming, to say the least. Harry said, "Don't waste your time. You're uninvited to the White House. I don't want to have a word with." an Israeli, with any Jew, with anything to do with the state of Israel, don't get me involved. And that was, that was, uh, that was it. 